Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you my guest, Devin Atkins, and he's the founder of More Than Worthy Marketing. Good afternoon, Devin. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing good, David. Thanks for having me on here. appreciate it. Sure. My pleasure. Well, let's kick off the show with the why. Why did you start More Than Worthy Marketing? Uh, well, the main reason I started was to make a, make a living, you know, for be able to provide for, for myself and uh, really just be my own boss and, you know, be able to help other people. Um, one of my goals in my life is just ever since I was a little kid was been to just help as many people as I possibly could. And, um, you know, that's mainly one of the biggest reasons is so I could provide for myself, obviously, but also to help other people who, you know, don't know how to do uh, digital marketing or advertising, um, whether it be, you know, creating websites, um, doing SEO, Google ads, or even running uh, Facebook ads for realtors. Um, and I'm having actually a lot of success in those areas. And um, I mean, the why is just to help other people. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Well, I think there's a lot of people that are business owners that are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s that just feel that this whole social media and the whole website thing just came on so fast. And it's just outside their wheelhouse, outside their expertise. What do you find are some of the common problems business owners have in doing their own social media and online presence? Well, frankly, they suck at it. They're not good at it. Um, just going to be honest, you know, because they don't have the time and the resources as far as the, the knowledge and know-how and the actual, um, you know, honestly, it just comes down to time and skills to implement it. Um, you know, I've been learning this uh, type of stuff for three years and it's it's always changing, always evolving. So I'm finding that a lot of business owners are having a hard time keeping up with everything that's changing and, you know, being um, in the field for the past three years, going on probably four or five, um, you know, coming up, it's um, it's definitely changed a lot since I started. Um, and it's hard to stay on top of everything. But if you know the foundations and how it works um, and what's needed and, you know, how to get attention, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty easy for for someone to, you know, grasp at that point sure give me a top three what are the top three most important things you should do when it comes to online marketing where would you start um well exposure get your name out there your brand out there um so exposure branding um branding's a big one and then um consistency consistency is like the biggest thing because you can be like there's this thing called trending, right? If, you know, you can be big for, you know, a month and get a hundred million followers. And then the next, then you wake up the next morning and your whole, um, your whole audience is gone like that. So it's good to be consistent in what it is that you're doing. Um, it's probably the biggest thing out of the three. Makes sense. And I guess some people you know, obviously everyone wants to go viral, everyone wants to be trending. Are there tips to 
uh, start trending? Is there tips that you have found that have worked uh, with some of your clients that help them become trending? Or is it based on, you know, their ability to record video? What is, what's one of the factors they have to uh, get over themselves? Or what are, what are one of the factors they have to be willing to do to help themselves or increase their chances of trending and, and kind of catching that viral experience? So, I mean, the goal is not to be viral, it's to be consistent and to, you know, brand yourself. So um, for me personally, I think that it's most important to provide as much value as you possibly can. Um, that's the biggest thing that people are looking for. Like one thing um, that we implement in our agency, in our business is that we look for people who can come into the company and provide more value to the company than they actually take out. So, you know, with that being said, it's just... The goal is to provide value. People, I don't go watch videos or watch people if they're not providing value, if I'm not learning something from them. That's a big determining factor for me if I'm going to watch something. If I can't learn anything from it, I'm not going to watch it. For example, Shark Tank, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned out of that is knowing your numbers and your business. And, um, you know, that's that was a huge lesson for me to learn. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, Viral is cool, but consistency is what's going to sustain your business um, and your market and what it is you're trying to achieve with your um, with your business. So, yeah, consistency and uh, providing value as much as you can um, to retain your your audience, really. Is there a period of time that you feel is the best to provide value? Is it a 30 second value? Is it one minute like in TikTok? Is it something in between? Is it YouTube where you have five, um, 10, 15 minute uh, type segments? What do, you, what do you feel is the best for engaging audiences? Just provide value in every video. Have like a little golden nugget of some type of value um, really in everything that you do. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter. You want to provide value on the platform that's getting the most attention. So TikTok's getting a lot of attention. Um, Facebook does. Uh, Instagram stories. So I guess, you know, I would suggest to, um, you know, for beginners to start providing value um, just on a simple Instagram story or Facebook story, um, you know, minute at the most um, of little, you know, little gold nuggets. Okay. It feels like our attention span's gotten shorter and shorter. So I wasn't sure if you had a time frame that you felt was the most valuable for providing value. And is it more important to have a, a short, simple one minute video and do it every day? Or is it better to have longer videos and, and do them once a week? Uh, is there a, a, a threshold of consistency you find is more effective? Because obviously a lot of people feel like, hey, I don't have time to do a video every day. Or I don't have time to do a video once a week. But that's what it's gonna take to build that relationship with your audience. Yeah, uh, They wanna see you on a regular basis, they wanna see your face, they wanna hear what you have to say. Like you said, they, they, wanna, they want that takeaway of the day. Yeah, lesson well, of the day. Well, if if you don't have time to do a one minute video or even the confidence, because I know a lot of things for me, sometimes I even struggle with having the confidence to provide value and be like, oh, these people aren't going to find value in it. And, um, you know, if you can provide value and it inc can increase your revenue or your profit, fifty thousand dollars a month. I mean, you'd make time for it. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing to really look at is not the short term, but the long term. It's a long term game to brand yourself and grow a business and grow an audience. You don't just get an audience, you know, 
overnight. I mean, some people do, but to retain the audience is key. Right. So tell me, in growing your business, what mistakes have you made? Uh, and most importantly, where did you learn from those mistakes? Because obviously there's a lot of mistakes we made in the social media world. And again, a lot of our listeners, 40, 50, 60-year-old business owners, mm-hmm. are, I would say, intimidated by social media. They want to do it. They consider hiring someone. But you know, help them understand what mistakes you've even made, even though you have the background, and what you learned from those mistakes. What's a good nugget for them to take away from a mistake you've made? So the biggest mistake I've made is thinking that I know everything and that I can do it all myself. Um, in the big scheme of things, there's going to be people that are smarter than you, that might be younger you, younger than you, and can get a lot better results than what you're able to get. Um, and that's you know, that's even with me. There's some there's some guys that I'm talking to right now that are 19 years old and they're killing it in the real estate game, and they know how to do sales better than I do. So I take a I take a step back and I listen to them, and hear what it is they have to say because they're better in that area than I am. Um, so I guess the same thing goes for, um, you know, those individuals who are, you know, 50, 60, 40 years old and think they know the realist or not the real estate game, but, the the social media game, um, you know, there's always someone that knows more than you. And it's wise in my opinion to, you know, listen to that, listen to someone else who knows. And if you're skeptical about hiring someone, um, you know, it's part of, it's part of taking in, uh, risk in business is investing into it and you know hopefully someone can provide the value enough to um you know to help you grow your business and for it to make sense for your business um you know the biggest nugget and the biggest thing that i learned is like i said admitting that i don't know everything and learning from someone else and if you were to do it all over again where would you start when it comes to online marketing you start with just a great website would you start with starting social media pages? If so, what social media page would you start with? Well, I personally, I'm glad. I don't think I would do it over again um, because where I started was I started in e-commerce, learning how to do e-commerce websites. And I was just like, this isn't what I'm into. Like, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't want to sell products. I want to sell services. So for me, um, regardless of you know e-commerce, where I started, um, the whole hub of it is Facebook advertising. Facebook is a monster when it comes to advertising. Um, so for me, I personally wouldn't start a website because a website is just, um, it's just a storefront. But if you don't have any traffic going to that website, there's no, you know what I mean? If you're not driving traffic, you don't have organic um, organic reach or, you know, SEO or pay-per-click ads or anything going to that, there's really no benefit in it. So the whole point is to get traffic. So really it's to generate as much traffic and eyes on your product or your services that you can get, um, is what I would recommend. If I, if I had to start over again, it would just be, um, just generating traffic, no matter what platform, TikTok, um, YouTube, whatever, you got to get eyes on your product and your services because you go on a website right now or you go on and you look for a business and you don't see that they don't have an Instagram. I know for me and my generation, we're like, eh, okay, we write them off immediately. So I think the biggest thing is uh, social media. It's if you look on every single item in a store nowadays, you see these little icons of Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That means something. I mean, I don't know. So social media, I guess. 
definitely were. That's interesting. I would think if you if you sell a product, since Amazon's such a monster in the product world, it's so hard to to beat out Amazon when it comes to driving traffic. So people immediately when they find a product, they typically search on Amazon first, and then maybe look for your website. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's always nice to make money when you're sleeping. And I think a lot of people like to use their website as a way to add credibility to their business. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't generate a lot of revenue for them, it just helps the consumer or customer never heard of your brand feel more comfortable buying your product based on what they read and what they see on the website. Would you see, do you see that happening more and more in the future? Yeah. Based on the last couple of years of trends? Yeah. So people using websites not for transactions, but just to simply establish credibility. Yeah. And therefore it doesn't change that often. It's not being updated often, but at least it's a platform that people can have to say, hey, I'm legit. Uh, here's my some customer feedback. Mm. Here's my services I offer. When you're ready for me, reach out to me. Yeah. So it all plays a role in it. Like if I didn't have a website, I probably wouldn't get half the customers or half the engagement or um, the clients that I get. Um, so website has to do a lot with it, social proof. And then, you know, a social, like I'm telling you guys, social media presence is what's needed. Um, right now, I mean, you can have a website, but if you're not active on social media, someone like me, who's 26 year old, six years old, and I go onto your social media platform. Um, I mean, if you look at everybody who's on social media, you go to dinner, there's not one person that's not on social media at the dinner table. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, it's just the way the world's going. All the attention is going to our phones. Um, if you guys know who Gary V is, you guys got to listen to Gary V. That's what I've been doing. I've been, and he's onto something. He knows where the market's going, where the, the business is going. And if you look at Gary V, he's on every single platform and, um, you know, just learn from him, learn from other people who are successful and, it's in real estate, they call it rip off and duplicate, do the same thing. And that's exactly what, you know, what needs to be done for every business out there. And for those that aren't familiar with what posting on social media does, help them understand how everything you post on every single social media platform is pushed through the Google algorithms and is now searchable when people are looking for your product or services. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah. So basically, I mean, you can just post anything on social media, but there's like, there's certain, like you gotta have a strategy for posting on social media. So for example, for me, when I post a client testimonial on my website or on my Facebook, the whole goal is for them to see the video testimonial, click the link to schedule a call with me to where I can then um, close them as a client. So you, you know, posting and all that is good and all, but you have to have a strategy. There has to be, um, it has to be a goal behind that you're looking to achieve when you go to post, um, you know, and then also, yeah, the algorithm helps, um, you know, keywords like SEO, for example, if you are, um, you have a website, um, all the keywords that you're using, it helps rank you better on your website or on the Google al algorithms or, um, even Facebook and tracking the pixels and, there's so much that goes into it, like Instagram, Facebook. They know so much about every one of us. Google, uh, even the post office knows a lot about all of us. Um, it's kind of scary, but if you can get past the the you know the freakiness of what it is that they know and use it to make money and and grow your business, I mean, it's a win-win for everybody if you're looking at it from that perspective. Makes sense.
I think it really uh, comes down to what is referred to as on-page and off-page SEO. The on-page mm-hmm. is your website, and all social media is considered off-page SEO. So mm-hmm. anything you can post on every social media outlet is SEO, search engine optimization, mm-hmm. that brings people back to your website. It brings people to your social media following. It brings people to your products and services. It just shows credibility of your business when they find the- you in so many different places. Yeah, to the Google al- algorithm. That's really where, you know, there's this thing called backlinks. Anything that is connected to your website or your social media, it does a backlink back to your website and it helps you rank more. And then there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. <laughs> there's it's so much exactly. that goes into it. But I want to at least have a high level understanding of why should I do on page and off page and how it kind of all ties together and all really just goes through Google, like you said. Google kind of sorts all this information and helps the person searching for your products or services, help them find you. Mm-hmm. And then the more you're posting, the more relevant your, your content is to what they're searching for, the more likely you're going to show up. Exactly. So in summary, if you have a service business and you provide a certain service in your community, the more you're posting about that service, the more likely you're going to show up when someone's searching for your service that you provide. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Yeah. So if you're not taking the time to do social media, if you're not taking the time to post on all the different platforms, then your competitor is the one that's going to show up instead of you. Mm-hmm. Fair assessment? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Excellent. So, uh, Devin, share with us a success story. Uh, a client you work with and how they turned their business around or how their client reach increased or how their business improved based on working with you. So I have a great story. <laughs> so um, the beginning of my agency, I started to offer free trials, right? Um, free trials to real estate agents for two weeks. Um, you know, doing a, a free two-week trial of just a simple homes list campaign. And um, I had a Keller Williams agent who actually came to me because they have Keller Williams has this thing called Command. And it's basically an advertising platform that Keller Williams created, in my opinion, to keep Keller Williams agent as long as they can, you know, to keep them baited there. Um, And that's just my opinion. It's not facts. Um, But uh, he came to me not knowing how to produce leads and opportunities, you know, buyer and seller opportunities through uh, Facebook. And um, when he came to me, he gave me $500. And in the month, I was able to generate him close to, um, a hundred leads and he closed and referred out, um, you know, probably like three or four, um, of those leads to where he didn't have to do anything. He's getting a referral fee from it. And I think he had one, um, one or two that he's working with, um, you know, that, that he was working with and actually doing the real estate production side of things. But, um, going into that, me and him had a certain goal of, you know, being business partners together. And because I got him such good results, we're on track to make probably like one to 3 million at the end of this year um, in the midst of the coronavirus. Um, And we're mainly focused in the real estate niche. And we have a a pretty, um, pretty full list of things to do and um, deadlines to meet by the end of March. And um, I mean, we really, yeah, we've definitely been able to grow a lot and we partnered up and, you know, we're going in on the business together um, because I was able to achieve such good results. And keep in mind, too, 
I offered to do his ads for free. And that's what came from that fruit of the, from that relationship. Um, so one thing that I also learned from other, um, you know, marketing agencies in my area, cause I'm involved in a lot of the groups, uh, at least one group in particular that I'm thinking of. And, um, this group has encouraged me to continue to give value. That's the thing that I've been talking about is give value. I offered to give this gentleman value, free value by running his ads for him. And because I gave value up front and wasn't asking, I asked for a video testimonial out of it after two weeks, um, after the two weeks was over. And, um, that's all I did. And because I gave free value and I provided a lot more value than I was asking, I got blessed beyond anything that I can ever imagine. Like I am blown away by what has happened just by me providing value and, you know, offering to do something for free. So don't underestimate, you know, offering to do a website for free or, um, you know, some services for free one to get you some more experience and then also to build relationships. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot that can be achieved through just providing value. It's, it's exceptional. So who would you say is your ideal listener right now that you've been able to help the most? Is it realtors all across the country or who is your ideal person? Um, ideally, it'd be, it would be real estate agents, um, you know, because we have a, um, a client acquisition system that we um, have fine tuned. And, you know, we've really figured out, um, you know, we cracked the seal on a code and um, not the code, but we definitely have figured out the real estate market, how to get buyers and sellers and all kinds of stuff for um, the real estate niche. But the ideal customer, honestly, for me, is anybody who needs help, who doesn't have the experience um, with social media or doing websites or SEO, even Google ads, you know, stuff like that. That's my ideal customer. I just want to help as many people as I can. But my main primary focus where I spend a lot of my time is in the real estate niche and helping realtors. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's my my ideal customer. Makes sense. And is there anything I didn't cover in the interview that you want to share with the listening audience? No, I mean, I think we covered um, a lot of value, honestly. Um, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Um, well, I hope so. The whole theme of the, of the interview has been give more value. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. we didn't get value, we're in trouble. Yeah, I, I definitely think that there's enough value. Um that was provided. I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head um, besides just continue finding ways to provide more and more value to your audience is probably the biggest thing that anybody can um, learn because there, ah, there's a saying, I can't think of it right now, but um, ah, it's like you provide more, your, your worth is provided on how much value you bring to the table or something like that. I can't remember the quote, but it, it goes along those lines just provide value and then you'll be, um, you know, heavily uh, reimbursed for being able to provide that value. Makes sense. It gives you a whole new perspective on when you're looking at social media, kind of judging them on a scale of one to five, one to 10, mm. what value are they providing for me? Mm. If it's not above, you know, a, a mid tier, then don't follow them. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think that's where TikTok really exploded is in the financial. Are they adding value to my investing? Yes. I'll follow up. No, I scroll. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is this person adding value to marriage advice? If yes, mm -hmm. I'll follow. If no, I keep scrolling. And I think people start to, I think they do it subconsciously without even realizing it. But really the value is the key to following someone and learning from other people. 
Mm-hmm. Is, can you provide value? So if that's how you follow people, then you got to figure out what was it going to take to to follow you? Mm-hmm. What can you be doing on social media that adds value to people that are interested in learning what you do and how you do it and what you know best? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What can you, the biggest thing to do when you're creating content is what can I provide to my audience? How can I help my audience? How can I help others? And how can I provide value to others? That's how people get super, super wealthy is they look to help others more than they're looking to line their pockets, so to speak. Um, because, you know, if you help, I, I think the saying is if you help others get what you want or what they want, they'll help you get what you want. And, you know, whatever that is that you want, like for me, I'm, I'm cool. I have a one bedroom apartment in Maui and I'm, I'm cool. I don't need anything else more. Um, you know, I, I really don't need anything else more. So everything that I do is just helping others. And, you know, like we have a team of six people, almost eight people that we're taking on and uh, just seeing the, the looks on their face for these individuals that we just told them that we're going to be giving them a raise if we uh, reach a certain goal by the end of the month. Um, I mean, it's just, there's nothing better than that seeing that, Hey, look, these people are, they're happy. We're happy. You know, we're helping others along the way. It's just, uh, there's nothing like it. That's incredible. And you're, you're building a great team. Yeah. That are all, obviously the team can help you help. It can help you help more mm-hmm. than if you're trying to do it all yourself. Yeah, you can't. I think that's a great message from the, the interview as well as you can only do so much by yourself. As we talked about earlier, obviously, you, don't, you, you can't know everything yourself. Mm-hmm. The more people you surround yourself with, the more people you can help. Mm-hmm. There's got to be the right people so the culture is, is accurate as well. Mm-hmm. You know what you want it to be. Yeah, and then you know, the other thing too about that is um, a team's a really good thing, but the biggest thing that I'm probably doing and that's happening for me is I always hire people that are smarter than me. Everyone that works for me or on my team is smarter than me. Like that's just, that's just how I do. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I think I'm the dumbest person on the team. I don't have, you know, I don't have half the skills that, um, you know, my teammates do in my opinion, but they see value in me because I provided value and I look at myself less than, but because I do that, um, I feel like I've been able to create a very valuable team. Um, like I said, they're all smarter than me in my opinion. And it's, it's a freaking good team. It's a good team. That's excellent. Well, congratulations on building that team. A team is very valuable and the team uh, is the foundation for growth. Yeah. Uh, share with the audience how people can get a hold of you, how they can learn more about your business, website, social media, email, phone number, whatever you feel like giving out. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give everything out. So my name is Devin Atkins. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram, uh, morethanworthymarketing.com or morethanworthy.marketing. You just go on Instagram, type that in, it'll pop right up. Um, my website is morethanworthymarketing.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook by typing in Devin Atkins. Reach out to me and tell me, you know, that you um, were on this podcast. And we'll, I'll, I'll give you a special deal um, depending on what it is that you're looking for. If you need help or if you just need a consulting um, about your business. And then you guys can also feel free to call me at 808-868-7501. Um, and I'd be glad to help anybody out who needs help and, you know, finds value um, out of this podcast. And I uh, look forward to seeing, you know seeing what comes from uh, the people that heard this podcast. Excellent. Well, Devin, thank you so much for your time. I think there's, again, there's a lot of great nuggets dropped today. And I think the, the general 
takeaway is how can you give more value to your customers, to the public? And by doing so, your business will automatically grow. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a deep thought. It's not as easy as people think it is, but it's something they have to start doing right away. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Start adding more value today. Yeah. In a nutshell. Thank you, Devin. I appreciate your time. Sir. Of course, David. You have a good day, okay? You too. Right, aloha. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right, over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P as in Paul, E as in elephant, R as in Robert, K as in kangaroo, Y as in yo-yo, LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day.